Welcome to ReChurch. I'm Marshall Fant, the Director of Church Consulting and Strategic Planning for Gospel Fellowship Association Missions. My purpose is to encourage pastors and church leaders as you refocus, renew, and revitalize your churches. We've established this podcast to offer practical tips and suggestions as you equip disciples to make disciples. This is Marshall Fant with GFA Missions. Welcome back to ReChurch. I uh, have uh, an, another episode here, and I think you really will enjoy our guest. Uh, to some of you, uh, one's going to be a very familiar face from ministry of years gone by. To the other, uh, Todd Bright, want to introduce you to Todd. So Dave Hine, uh, welcome. Dave is uh, on staff at Grace Baptist Church in Parker, Colorado, and I had the privilege of knowing Dave for many years. And then through Dave, I met Todd, I don't know, four or five years ago. And Todd is a CPA by trade. Uh, so let's just introduce everybody. So Dave, uh, introduce yourself, Pastor Hine, and then um, a little bit about where you are, who you are, and your family. All right. Well, thank you, Marsh. Privileged to be a part of your podcast. And I've been out here with my wife, Jackie, Grace Baptist Church, in an associate pastor role for now just over 10 years. And uh, we've enjoyed a, a multiple ministry here uh, in Colorado. We love the state, and uh, it's a privilege to serve with Todd and Heather, who've been a great part of the ministry here, and their burden and vision of bringing the food bank uh, to Grace Baptist. All right, so uh, Todd, introduce uh, yourself to everybody. Uh, I mentioned you're a CPA by trade. I know from just being at Grace Baptist, you, you and your wife and family are really involved so tell everybody about your family, how long you've been in Colorado, and a little bit about your, your work life, your CPA world, and then um, a little bit about your ministry world. Yeah, 13 years ago, we came to Colorado from Florida. And um, prior to that, I was just in the business world uh, doing those things. Uh, got the call to ministry and came to Colorado for, to work with operations and finance for ministry. Uh, my wife is Heather. Uh, we've got six kids, two married, uh, four still at home, and um, love the food bank. All right. So, how old are the ones still at home, Todd? Oldest is at home is 19, and 17, 15, and 12. Wow. Busy life. Busy life. Now, uh, just for the sake of our viewers, so Todd, your, your CEPA firm, you do a lot of ministry work, right? So, you serve churches, mission boards, or any, any really 501c3. Is that That's fair? correct. All right. That's and correct. so just so everybody can know who you are, give the website of your firm, please. Yes, it's um, <laughs> the bright CPA. I don't, the bright CPA All right. Bright All right. Thank the you. Brights, so, yep. All right. So um, this this uh, podcast is a result of a listener writing in uh, a friend of mine wrote in and his question was this. OK, so how do I balance? He's a treasurer of a church. So how do I balance benevolence? And then somebody in the church wants to start a food bank. So is benevolence, is a food bank part of benevolence? And how do we keep a food bank? If you do that, where do you even start? All right. So I want to read a verse, and then I'm going to tell you why we're interviewing Todd and Dave with the food bank. Now, so the way I'm putting it is, uh, you know, part of our benevolence program, and I'm saying the food bank, in my mind, y'all can explain it further if you disagree, is a part of the benevolence reaching out the community. And, and one of the, my favorite verses is Titus chapter three, verse eight. And it says this, this is a faithful saying. And these things I want to affirm 
constantly or confidently that those who have believed in God should be careful to maintain good works. All right, so those, so a mark of a healthy church in Titus is once they have got everything in order, then that doctrine is being lived out, and they're doing good works in the community to see people come to Christ and then Christ likeness. So I think, so when I think of reaching out in the community being salt and light, I think Titus 3.8 is our pattern for doing that. All right, so um, Dave, from the pastoral side of things, talk to us a little bit just how it was introduced, and then, um, and then I know Todd's got all the nuts and bolts of it. So introduce from your side of things, and then I'm going to hit Todd with a lot of questions. Well, Todd and Heather would quickly tell you that um, the food bank began in their garage, oh. and uh, probably about three or four miles here from the church, they were interested in serving Christian families and different ministries that uh, just needed help with the basic necessities of life. And God opened the door through really another gentleman in our church um, who's one of our missionaries, Mike Smith, who became acquainted with the Rocky Mountain Food Bank. And uh, from that and from a number of grocery stores, Walmart, uh, different facilities here in the Parker area where you could pick up food at a certain point in the week, they, they started that food bank. And it grew so large there out of their garage that I suggested one day to Heather, uh, why don't you just come here to the church and uh, maybe being a, in a locale that's a little bit more uh, reachable for people and uh, your, your grounds here are limited. And uh, we had no idea what was going to result from that. And so uh, with some refrigerators, freezers here in the building and within the building, the food bank began. And uh, over the years, and Todd can tell you now, I'm going to say it's been at least uh, probably seven years, probably longer than that out of the garage. Uh, the food bank has happened here at Grace Baptist and just exploded because of COVID. And then an opportunity through Rocky Mountain Food Bank to make Grace Baptist Church like a regional distribution center. So the food bank now happening Thursdays and Fridays um, is out in our parking lot, uh, rain, sleet or snow for the most part. Uh, there are so many people coming, I think uh, somewhere between 175 and 200 on average on the big food bank day on Fridays. Uh, we are able to serve the community, not only Christian ministry people, but um, great, great opportunity for outreach, uh, not only for food services, but as a result of that, and Todd will tell you much more, an opportunity for ministry. We always had this goal to be able to use it as a gospel outreach. Right. But frankly, we didn't really know maybe how to go about it. We pass out tracts while people are standing in lines. And our food bank is more of a shopping type food bank rather than hand out a box as people drive by. There, there's, there's much more food available for them. And uh, so finally, uh, God allowed us to start an Hispanic Bible study and an English Bible study that happens for about 30 to 45 minutes before the distribution begins on food bank days. And, uh, and praise God out of that, as we were able to employ one of our missionaries, Keith Yuda, 
who's here in the area start an Hispanic evening service at five o'clock, which dovetails with our other services at five. So two Bible studies on Fridays. Actually, there's a Bible study Thursday night for the volunteers. And then uh, the Hispanic service at five o'clock. And uh, many people have been reached for Christ. We don't really have a record of how many have trusted Christ, but we do have an approximate number of how many now are coming to our church, numbers who've become members, numbers who've been saved and baptized through a ministry. Todd will give you much, a much uh, more accurate read on that. But to God be the glory, Amen. to Todd and Heather, to all the workers who are Amen. part of this, it's probably along with Vacation Bible School, the greatest outreach from Grace Baptist Church. But it started really serving people with the necessity of life. All right, food. So, so, praise so, God for that. All right. So the background for our listeners before I get to Todd. All right. So Dave, um, obviously, because what, what, what Todd and I are going to talk about could be overwhelming to somebody. All right. So your church, how many uh, roughly, how many on Sunday morning are in your church? After COVID post post COVID. Yeah. Post COVID. Uh, yeah. We're probably averaging 125 to 150. We would have been, yeah, we would have been averaging 150 to 160, uh, before COVID. A lot of folks have come back, but it, um, all right. So what I'm trying to say is you don't have to be a church of a thousand people to do this. That's where I'm going. No, All right. No. Because I've been with you and I've seen it. I just want to make sure people don't take that for granted and, or, or take it for granted. You got to be so large. In fact, uh, I think it's Gary McIntosh in his book, one size doesn't fit all. He says, most churches can do one outreach. Well, they need to know what it is and do it well. And so when I think of grace Baptist church, I think this is what God has opened the door for you all. And from what I've seen, and even what's, you know, I haven't seen it in several years, but you're doing it well. Is that, is that fair, Dave? And then I'm going to hit Todd with the nuts and bolts. Oh, yes. Yes. It, it's grown incrementally and uh, our volunteers have grown. Yeah. And uh, yes, God has allowed us to do really beyond probably our ability uh, because of all the factors, all the food and things that are coming in the community. Uh, that has recognized us and uh, okay. yes, yeah, little as much when God is in it. All right. Great. Thanks. Appreciate Thank you. Input from the pastoral oversight. Now, uh, Todd, let's get into some of the details. So it started in your garage. All right. So when you and Heather, your wife started this, all right. Um, again, did, did was it, uh, you mentioned this was just a burden you had. I mean, there wasn't like a written goal and written agenda or anything like that. You just kind of started out of a burden, or how did you start? At the time, I was working at a ministry. We were all raising finances and funds. Okay. And I realized that raising support was difficult. Okay. And I was watching families, um, you know, not be going to get their full paychecks because of that. So when we first started the food bank, it was those that were serving in ministry, pastors, missionaries, raising of support, homeschool families. Uh, and if we knew anybody unemployed, so it was, it was meant to be a specific group of people when we first started. All right. And what year was that Todd? It was 10 years ago. All right. So we're so, recording this in 2022. So 10 years ago, that was your burden. That's how it started. And then, um, you know, Pastor Hine showed us how it then segued into the church. And, and so let me just go. All right. So first I want to just go through some nuts and bolts and let you just you know, so I'm trying to get people, okay, there is a timeline in a way they could do this. 
All right. So you, you found a source for your food, right? Yeah. The, uh, you know, it's amazing what God does. Um, we started picking things up in my little Toyota Cameron and I uh, ruined my shocks on it. Cause I'm like <laughs> way too much food to put in a Camry. Okay. And then it was okay. We're going to pick it up in our, in our Yukon. And then it was, okay, we're going to have a small five by eight trailer. We're going to pick it up in the small five by eight trailer. <laughs> okay. Then it was an 18 foot trailer. And then we broke the frame on our Yukon uh, because there was too much weight on the tongue and it was pushing down on our Yukon and the frame cracked. Um, then it was, we need a truck, a bigger truck that can pull a fifth wheel. Then we need a trailer for that truck. So it was literally starting off very small yeah. at grocery stores. Then once we got the connection with the food bank of the Rockies, things changed for us. All right. So when you, let's just go back. So when you went to a grocery store and you were telling them what you did, did, I mean, who would they ask for the produce manager, the manager? I mean, if somebody's we, just starting this from the beginning, we talked to the manager and then um, we also, I mean, they've got a lot of produce they're having to move out okay, uh, because they're constantly bringing in food right. and they've got to do something with it. Okay. And we told them more about us. And then we watched other people picking up at the same time as us from other groups uh, and they would get more food. They get first pick and, and we were kind of getting whatever was left. And it dawned on us that there's got to be a better way to do this. Mm-hmm. At the same time, God brought the Smith family to us at Grace Baptist who was using the food bank. And we, we went and visited them to get in the program. Okay. All right. So um, you, 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 it sounds like you just took the next step. The, the next logical step, right? Is God exactly. kept opening up doors. All right. So, uh, you have a, you have a great source. And I think, uh, now in the beginning, I know you're doing it two days a week now, right? But you only, when I think when I was there, you had it one morning or one afternoon a week. Is that right? Is that how you started? It was one afternoon. It was simple and small. You could even do it once a month. Yeah. Um, the key is you're bringing people, whatever group that you're, that God's put on your heart, that's who you're bringing to. And it grew from 10 people coming to 20 to 30 to, can we bring, invite a friend? Can we do this? And when we first started, we were paying five cents a pound for the food we were getting from Food Bank of the Rockies. So if we picked up, you know, 10,000 pounds, we were going to pay $500. Um, And we would take donations from people to help us pay for the food that we were then going and purchasing. All right. So back up just a minute. So again, in my, my business background, so $500 just, I mean, I know you can't put an exact dollar amount on it, but how about how much food is that worth? I mean, what's the worth of, of that, that much food? Just roughly. Yeah. Here's what I like to do with it is right. um, if it's, if it's five cents and you go yeah. to the store and you find something in the store, I don't know what you can buy for under let's call it $2 a pound. And that's probably <laughs> cheap. Yeah. So, you know, you can multiply that, that five by 40. Uh, so I would say if we're picking up 10,000 pounds, multiply that by 40. And that's the number of, I mean, from a valuation perspective, significant. So you're buying it on about on um, one eighth of the price. Is that fair? Or am I wrong? One fortieth of what am I thinking here? I think it's probably closer to one fortieth of the price. One fortieth of the price. Okay. All right. Especially when you start taking the meat. We're buying meats for five cents a pound. Wow. Okay. So people need to understand now. All right. So as you, I'm just thinking logistically now. I just want to kind of walk through this. So, uh, so you got a source, and now you're using the church. You were doing it one. Was that was what? What time of day was that at the church? Um, we've done it at all different, but we've um, we ended up moving it. Originally, it was early afternoons, but it, late afternoons. 
All right, late afternoon. So right now you start at what time? Uh, we do two different three. Okay. I'll separate out the two different food banks. The the public food bank, which serves about we'll end up having about two to three hundred people every Friday morning. Okay. So, so you're doing it thurs, Thursday afternoon and then again Friday morning. Yes. And the Thursday afternoon, this is a little more complex, but the Thursday afternoon is because we still want to serve the pastors, missions, ministry okay. people. And we do that on Thursday, um, late afternoon. All right. So you're Friday staying morning. Yeah. And then, all right, so you're staying with your original focus and then you just tweaked it to then make it an outreach to the community. Is that right? Yes. Okay. We actually uh, made a couple of mistakes that we corrected. The, right. We originally had everybody on Friday, including our people that had come for the last eight plus years. Um, then we separated out Friday morning to the public and Thursday to people that we've been serving over the years. So what was the conflict doing all at one? A lot of people coming through. Um, we had time constraints. We had all sorts of issues related okay. to the quantity of people in time. All right. Good. All right. So I'm, I'm, I keep asking that. I just want people to see, are there going to be problems that come up like any other, you know, and you just got to be able to work through them. All right. So, um, so right now explain you're using the church. Okay. So uh, when I was in your church, in the basement of your church, you had, I don't know, freezers, refrigerators, storage containers for food that wasn't, I mean, storage uh, shelves, I think. Mm -hmm. And then you had tables to put food out on. Okay. So, um, cause obviously you're having, you're having meat and other things that need to be refrigerated or frozen, right? Oh, that's a great question. Um, historically we would bring things in through the week with people picking up at different stores. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't realize that. and they would, they'll put those in the fridge, the meat in the fridge and freezers and milk and eggs and those things produce um we have since that transition time we have a a 40-foot storage unit outside of the church we store all non-perishable items in there such as canned um, goods potatoes that kind of stuff yeah toilet paper uh, okay all right family everything um household items uh, automotive um we now have we have three trucks coming three semis coming between Thursday and Friday delivering to us. And we've now gone from five cents a pound to free because of COVID. Um, oh. And based on that, we will we'll bring as much trucks in as we can. We've also spawned off, which I know is not your question, but I want to share this. Oh yeah. We've spawned off five other food banks. We order their different food banks in different days in different parts of the Denver area. We've helped a new church by providing a once a month food bank to get, but they were meeting in a hotel and we, we bring food. And so they were out in the community, blessing the community, which helped launch a church. Um, and so we the food bank now has been utilized as God's tool to, to bring people to a, to an area to be blessed. All right. So again, I don't want to, all right. So we're, we're talking 10 years down the road. All right. So those that are just listening, um, you didn't start with three semis, right? No, sir. You started with encourage. Okay. So you don't Toyota Camry. There you go. You started with a Toyota Camry and from that to a Yukon, right? Okay. So what I'm saying is where Todd is today or, or where Grace Baptist church is and the food bank today. Um, I just wanted to make sure we understand that's God. That's consistent ministry in one place through one leadership over a long time. All right. So, 
or over 10 years with this particular outreach. Okay. So, all right. So let's back up. So in the beginning, when you first moved it to the church, all right, and you were collecting the food or people were gathering it, you have a church uh, of, let's just say 125, Todd, to do the ministry well. Okay. You got to have a, a leader. Now, would that be you or Heather or both of you? Uh, give you a very quick answer to that. It was Heather originally. All right. With Heather, it was it was Heather, 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 Heather. Then two years ago, she got cancer. Oh. And I resigned my operational position with the ministry to just do finances. And I am now the operational on the ground leader. She is the one ordering all of the food and keeping things completely flowing. Okay. So in the beginning, your wife started. Now, how many? Who was at the church? I think the day I was there, I, I mean, Todd, I can't remember, let's just say four years ago, five years ago, six years ago, whenever it was, um, when we were there, you had a number of volunteers setting the food out. You had uh, somebody, I think were you had to have somebody to kind of control the flow of people, but just as you get started, I mean, would you, would you want a core of 10 committed people? I mean, back in the days with the Camry and the Yukon, okay, not sure. the semi days. Here's the good news. All right. Is um the smaller it is, the less volunteers that I need. Okay. As God grows it, right? He's growing it through the need. And when people see that need, yeah, the volunteers come. We have never asked anybody to help volunteer. We've never had a sign-up list. They come to us and say, Can we volunteer? We'd love to help you. Wow. Um, we just had a new a new couple in the church. Uh, say, we'd love to volunteer. We'd love to learn more about the food bank. And they come every Friday and help. So the volunteers come because they get to see God at work. Okay. And I think anytime uh, as a church and as a, um, you know, as a ministry leader, like you are, if people see God working, all right, they want to be a part of that. They want some skin in the game, either financially or time or whatever. Okay. All right. So Todd, let me shift gears here. All right. So uh, we know you're paying out. Now it's coming in free. I think you said originally y'all paid something like five cents a pound or whatever that was. So you mentioned something about donations. All right. So if somebody wanted to start a food bank in there, and 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 by the way, um, if it's okay with you, we'll put your email address in the show notes. Sure. And, and Pastor Hines in the show notes. All right. So if they want to do that, so if somebody coming through the food line wants to you know, at least contribute. In other words, they're gathering, they're walking away with, I don't know, $100 worth of food or whatever it may be. And so is there some way they can contribute on the spot or is that just done later? Or how, how, do, you, how do you do that, Todd? We actually have a donation box. Okay. Um, right. And we tell people there's no requirement to give, but if you'd like to bless the ministry of what God's doing here, yeah. then there's a box. Um, okay. And we've always had that uh, approach. And um, we used to order based on what came in the donations, what we could order. Okay. And so we'd let people know that. Oh, all right. So, but people did contribute kind of from the beginning, right? Yes, from the beginning. Um, and as, I mean, for instance, uh, the church, and I like to use this as an example, the church that we helped plant right. um, in the last year, it, we did three food banks for them. The first one probably had, 50 to 75 people from the public came through wow. initially. And then we probably had another 50 come later on that day. By the time, got, time they got to the third one, 
you would have hundreds of people coming to be blessed. So I would tell the pastor, you share the word of God and just love the people. All put together your team. And we'd even get the the people coming to shop. Yeah, We'd even get them to help us volunteer because we said, hey, we're here to bless you today. We'd love you to help us unload. And the faster we unload, the faster you can shop. And so we would unload a 28-foot trailer. We had more than 20,000 pounds that got unloaded in less than an hour. Wow. And uh, we would put in a parking lot in boxes, and they would shop through the boxes. And at the end, it would all be cleaned up and done. And um, so this, this church did it with no money, a few volunteers from their church. And I, we used the public to help us do the work. Wow. Okay. So again, a lot of this is just going to come by absolutely experience. And as you've seen God lead and open doors in your ministry, again, I just challenge people to email Todd and walk through that. All right. Now let's talk about, uh, you know, I think Pastor uh, Hines said, currently y'all do a Bible challenge before the food is, is before the doors are open or whatever you word that food is available. So is that the way you originally started or how, or I think I, when I was there, I think there was like a, when people come through, they may sign their name and some contact information. I can't even remember. So talk to us about those two things. How do you, um, how do you present the word? And then is there any contact information you ask them to give you as they go through the line? Yeah. When we first started, we did have a sign up list. Um, There was no Bible study at that point in time. Um, We were doing a Bible study at our house. Oh. For people that were the volunteers, but it was more more of an intimate group, probably twenty to thirty right. once a week. And then um, when things transitioned, and I'm going to use this church, I'm going to come back to us. That church had just planted. I instructed them. I said, take down all the names and contact information for people, so that you can email them and communicate when our next food bank will be. Yeah. Um, and they did because, that, and they also because said to not- reach out to them. All right. So let me, so the, when you're doing the church plant, so the food bank went like at that time, every Friday at whatever time. So you, you, you wanted to be able to contact them when the next one be available, right? They posted on Facebook All right. and said, Hey, we're coming. Uh, it was in an area that didn't have a church Okay. and, um, of our, our town that was basically new growth and no church and they saw the need. And so they did Facebook posts, got yeah. people to come as they would come, they would gather information about the people. Right. Um, and when they, so we did three food banks, they launched the church now in a school facility, no longer in a hotel, um, renting, and they had more than 10 people from the food bank had, who were not going to, not going to churches, join their church and help them plant the church from the public, people getting saved, people um, we had drug, they had drug addictions. They had all sorts of issues they were going through, uh, and they were bringing people to Christ and starting the church. All right. So that's Titus three, eight, that's letting the world see your good works as we maintain good works to show, to live out our doctrine. Now, I love that story. All right. So, um, so right now, okay. So, uh, 10 years later, I, I, you don't have to say when you started. So, but right now, currently, uh, food banks open on, did you say uh, Friday morning or whatever it is? Friday morning at, at 1045, we serve the seniors about right. 70 years or above. Uh-huh. We give them time to shop by themselves, 15 minutes, 11 o'clock to the public. Um, our Bible study starts at 10. All right. So 
they can come at 10 o'clock, they get a number. So we, a couple of reasons. They want to come early to get a number so they can get sooner in line. Right. Then we serve refreshments, which we've received from the food bank uh-huh. and from places in town, from cookies to muffins to bagels, uh-huh. uh, juices, coffee. We serve that. And this last Friday, we had 65 people in the Bible study um, in, the main, in our main auditorium. We had another 10 people in our direct in the direct pastoral Bible study. So we had right. 75 people engaged in a Bible study on Friday morning at 10. All right. So let me ask you this now. The Bible study is held where the food is, or is it held inside the church? Inside. All right. So, so of course, you're in Colorado, right? And we're recording this in March, uh, early March. So that helps, right? I mean. Uh, here's the, you know, my wife and I were talking about that the other night. Um, we actually were praising God for cold weather because it moves people inside to, to the oh, Bible study. Okay. But then we also had really good weather this last Friday mm-hmm. and we had our greatest attendance and we just set, smiled and praised God and said, and there was, there's always new people. It's not the same 200 people coming. Right. Every Friday, there's new people coming or people that haven't been there before in a while. Um, and so we're constantly moving people through the Bible studies. Um, that's inside. Outside, yeah. we, we share Christ. Okay. Just one-on-one walking up, talking to them. Is that okay? We so have, two, we have th- two color vests. We have yellow vests for volunteers that are working, moving pallets and moving boxes and, and moving those things around uh, the parking lot and doing setup. If they have a pink vest on, a red vest, that means that they are sharing Christ and their sole purpose is to walk the line and just befriend people and talk to them. Wow. All right, so um, so you have both the the event in the church, so where if somebody's presenting the gospel to everyone at one time or doing some kind of Bible study, and then you got the one-on-one work going on out in the lines. Correct. All right, so I mean, you know, all right, so the reason I wanted to interview you because I mean, this didn't just happen. This has been developed and maturing, right? And as you've, if you've seen this ministry mature, I just wanted to pick your brain. All right. So, um, we got about, we got about five minutes. Let me ask you a couple more questions and then I'll, I'll just turn it over to you and let you, um, all right. So the, the spiritual fruit you have seen, you've been saying this throughout. So you, you could clearly say that as the seed has been sown spiritually and the need has been met physically, um, you, would you do this all over again? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. That was kind of a like, okay, Todd, here's a softball. All right. So um, is there, all right. So as you've been doing this and, and again, I know you and we've talked, so I mean, you pretty much stay the course. All right. You're an accountant by trade. This is your gift. You know how to stay the course. What would be a sign or two that you would say, okay, we're drifting off our theological goal here. And it's just becoming just, okay, food for the community. So what's going to make you different? You know, what would be, I mean, I know you've stayed on task. You've stayed on your spiritual goals here. But if a church calls you and say, Todd, we're struggling, uh, what would be some indicators? This is what I was looking for. What would be some indicators that the church has gone from a spiritual focus of meeting people's physical needs and then meeting their spiritual needs only to focusing on meeting their, their physical needs? What would be a focus there? Now, what would be an um, indicator? I would be looking at our Bible study on Thursday night, our 
Bible study and worship on Friday morning, um, the sharing of Christ with those in line, uh, the fellowship dinner we had where we had a hundred people from the public attending. And we just, we said, we told them to bring their best food that they made. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll back up. Now, what is this again now? Say, oh, we did fine. a, uh, we did our first, here's a, a, a continued desire and increase to increase the ministry. Okay. It's the first temperature check. All right. So that's so, an indicator that things are going well. That's an indicator that things are going well. Or the right. opposite would be if you find yourself saying, you know what, we really don't want to do the, this ministry event anymore. We don't want to do this. Um, I would just watch the indicator of, of your desire and your ability to just watch it, God grow it. Okay. Because what I'm saying, I, we, we're not pragmatists. We just don't do it to see results, but we've got to have gauges along the way to make sure we're doing what we're doing. All right. Now back up. You hit me with, you hit with someone. What's this dinner you were talking we about? We did a, we did our first, we did it. We called it our 10 year anniversary dinner. And we went, I went through the line in the public before I, people came in the shop. And I just said, we're going to do, here's when we're going to do it. We'd like to kick off one of our ministries at the church. And we want you to bring a potluck, bring your best food that you can make. And we watched everybody want to bless the food bank and yeah. each other. We had everything from baby back ribs to the wow. best. I mean, it was unbelievable food. And was um, that at the church? At the church. Wow. Was this and what day of the week was this on? This was on a, um, we did it on a Saturday. We did it on a Saturday. Wow. Um, so you could do it on a Saturday. You could do it on a Sunday. Uh, you can, we've done a little bit of everything, but I mean, you could, we did it to bless and we had a hundred people show up. Wow. All right, now, hungry, hungry, hungry to be there. All right. So, and that's where I'm going with this. All right. So I know you don't have a way probably to know this, but probably a lot of the news of the food bank to other people that need the foods coming from those that are participating versus Facebook or websites. Is that, I mean, Correct. Know, word of we, mouth. We had, to, is that right? we had to stop using, we used Facebook in the very beginning. We had to stop quickly because we had about 500 to a thousand people show up. Wow. And we stopped Parker Road, which is our main road in our, our town. Yeah. And right, we had seven police, right police beside, officers. You're right beside City Hall. Yes, sir. We had yeah, seven so police he, officers having to control traffic. Yeah, yeah. So you can look at Grace Baptist Church in Parker, Colorado, and you can see where the church is. And then, like I say, they caused a major traffic jam in downtown Parker. All right. So what I'm saying, word of mouth, consistency. But, I, I, again, prayer has got to start this, okay, and, and, and preparing um, so, all right. A lack of interest to see the ministry expand or grow. What would be maybe one more indicator that I'm drifting away from the theological goal of making disciples? What would maybe be another indicator? In the yeah, I think when the food, when any, when the activity, the food, the food bank for, you, for another church could be something else. Yeah. But when the activity of what you're doing becomes the main thing and uh -huh. everything's around that and and the culture and heart of what we're doing is, is talking about food bank problems, not about people being saved. Uh, we typically, we were at a point where every week someone was getting saved. Really? Every week. And so we're like, you know, that's, that's a big deal. And so we were, so we'd celebrate that. We, we pray as we start before we let everybody in, we're praying, you know, God, let us be your hands and feet, you know, and let us have, let us have your eyes of compassion. Let us see as you would see. And, God has faithfully done that. So we're, I mean, it's people getting saved, families in our church. It's, I'm looking for, I want to go see where God is at work and he's come alongside the work. Wow. So, wow. Have you, is it, have you recorded any kind of video of what a standard day looks like? 
I have, I've got snippet videos and yeah. pictures. I probably should have sent them to you. I've got, Oh no, that's you fine. Can see, you can see everybody. Yes. All right. So I just want to make sure people know there are resources available. All right. So I, I guess the last question I want to ask you is would, would just be, okay. If, if someone listens to you today, all right. And they, they just have this, I mean, the spirit of God burdens them to do such a ministry. And they say, okay, I'm going to fly to Denver, Colorado. All right. And I want to see this. And I, I kind of recommend that before you go investing church time and effort and money and all that, I really, is, is that okay with you? If I extend this invitation? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. love to. So, yes. you know, and plus it's a great place to visit, right? I mean, Denver, I mean, who would not want to go to Denver? And again, uh, Grace Baptist Church is such a generous church, and I appreciate so Pastor Ward Smith is a senior pastor, and and I know Pastor Smith, I know I know Ward, and I mean um, Dave, and of course I've met I've met you, so I just want to I just want to encourage people just to go pray, and then if God allows you to, just email Pastor Hine or or Todd, and say, hey, when would be a good time for me to come visit, because I think if people could see where this is now and the people you're reaching for Christ. Again, it impacted me. And that's the immediately when this question came up, okay, what's it, do we even attempt a food bank? Bingo, Grace Baptist Church, Todd and Pastor Hines. So again, and all right, so wrap it up. Anything, um, anything else you want to challenge us or tell us or, or anything I'll to wrap e it up? I'll, I'll echo what you just said. Um, you come once. That's people... People that come volunteer yeah. continue to volunteer uh, because they get to watch um, the thank yous from people that say, I've lost my job or I have no food. Or there's the one that says, hey, I'm just coming here to bless the neighbors. Amen. I want to go take food to a neighbor and say, hey, I was thinking about you. Here's a box of food. I just, just was thinking about you. Um, you can use it for so many different ways. Um, God will move in your heart. It'll change. God provided, God would meet the physical needs. Yeah. He, Jesus would sit at a table and provide food. And I just truly believe meeting those needs will bring people to Christ. They'll see, love God, love others. They'll yeah. see it. And pray and prepare. Pray Amen. and prepare. Love God, love others. And I just want to challenge you because know, a lot of, um, again, my wife and I are in a lot of churches every year, and a lot of them are just kind of stuck. Okay, what, what evangelism? You know, they haven't seen anyone saved in years. And, and the key is we're told to make disciples, but a lot of churches have no clue to where to start to do what we call effective evangelism, where you're seeing people really, you know, consistently over, you're involved in their lives, you're seeing them on an ongoing basis. Now, I'm all for event-based evangelism where you have, you know, basketball outreach, you know, you know I, I'm all for that. But this is a day, this is a weekend without, week out. Uh, Grace Baptist Church is known in Park, Colorado, as loving God and loving others. It's demonstrated Titus three eight, uh, in their case by their food banks. Is that is that a good way to to wrap it up? Or Todd, what else you want to say? No, I think you've hit it. Okay, I appreciate the time, Sherry. Yeah, and in in again, go to Colorado. Let me know when you're going. Email me mfant at gfmissions.org. Maybe I'll go with you. Okay. And we'll do, maybe do a live podcast or something uh, to really show what goes on. But again, Todd's got pictures. He's got videos he can send you. And again, I just greatly appreciate all your time. Todd, Todd Bright, thank you. And uh, may God continue to bless the wonderful ministry you have. Amen. Thank you. All right. You're listening to ReChurch. 
a podcast of Gospel Fellowship Association Missions. If you would like more information about our ministry or how we may assist you and your church, visit us at gfamissions.org slash consulting.